Hello, 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 and welcome to Fed Up Friday. Today's a day about... Today's a day that I get reverbed in my own monitor. I got to tell you, I am fed up. I don't know if you're fed up, but I'm fed up. Today's topic, I want to touch on distant learning students, teachers, schools, unions, amongst many. The question posed to the study in a study to the American Institute of, for Research at the University of Chicago Consortium on School Research that shows that students that learn in a classroom versus students that learn distance or at home are succeeding less and less. The people that are learning in the classroom are getting the grades and getting the education. And those who are learning at home for the majority are not getting their education. It's pretty pathetic. You know, in the state of Florida where I reside, we've opened up pretty quick. We've had a lot of fake numbers and we've done really well. Our, our governor probably stands with very few in this country and in the world in dealing with the coronavirus, either by deployments of vaccinations or tapering down and increasing the availability of everyday life. I got to thank the governor, and I know he's over at the CPAC meeting in the state, uh, it, which is currently being held in Orlando. But let's talk about these kids. I've got three kids. How many kids do you have? I've got two kids learning in the classroom and one kid learning at home. Who is doing better? You know, I got, I'm lucky my student at home is a very strong academic, yet we're dealing with the facts that school is boring. I don't have to go there. I can wear whatever I want. I can put in a stand-in picture. I can go play video games, listening to silly lectures. I can surf the sports while sitting in the classroom. So who's getting the education? So conversely, my other two kids are going to school each and every single day, right? Studying, learning, growing, homework, getting in trouble for not paying attention, right? All the social interactions that go along with it. So who's doing better, the two kids at school or one at home? I'm going to tell you, statistically, the kids at school are the ones that are learning. So should we force all these homeschoolers to go and do summer school? Oh, wow. I think every kid in America is going to want to throw a dart at my face. Really. But let's be honest. Should we force every student that did distance learning to do mandatory summer school? You know, I'm in favor of it. Right. What have we got to gain? Well, parents and loved ones get to get back to normal reality and not have yet another three months of having to entertain children with things that are going to be reduced all over the country. But I also think that, as they're stating now, by April, we may actually have herd immunity. But I'm not sure that uh, our you know, king, 
because we've made a king of coronavirus, Dr. Fauci is going to let us go. I mean, these guys are power-hungry people. And if you think they're not and they're altruistic, I think you're very mistaken. These guys thrive on power. They may not have before, but they do now. I can't wait to see Dr. Fauci's book about how he saved the world. It was done one mask at a time. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to joke with you. I have a mask. Here, off scan. Here we go. I've got a mask. I wear it each and every day, going in and out of my office, going in and out of anywhere. And you know what? I'm vaccinated. So I believe in the vaccination because I got it. And I believe in wearing a mask. But why am I wearing the mask if I'm vaccinated? This is another question. So let's go back to the schools. So if the kids are the least likely, right, then why are we not putting them back in school? Why are public officials more important than the actual teachers? So I wanted to pull up this article just so people see it. Right over here is that distant learning. You know, I got to thank the Franklin Post for publishing it, but it's right there online. I didn't make it up. You know, so why in the world a very left-wing state, a university that's so left that I have two left arms, okay? Actually, that's on the right. It's kind of inverse. But, you know, I got to tell you, it is crazy. And I got to thank my partner in crime, David Solomon, who actually came into the mix. Hey, how you doing? We're doing six too? minutes in, and I'm ranting about how stupid the, the this whole kids and school and distance learning is, and that how statistically it's a fact that kids in school do better than kids that do in distant learning. Listen, uh, it's it's an argument that you know I I grew up with, and I said this in one of my rants last week. My mother is a teacher. My wife's a teacher. Friends of mine, I, I grew up with teachers, and they will tell you, even way back when, kids need to interact. Kids need the physical. They need that emotion. They need all of that stuff. And a, and and looking at it on a screen is just wrong. It's hard. Now we understand we're in a pandemic, and we understand all of this kind of stuff. But here's the deal. There needs to be a balance. And, you know, again, the situation is very different in the U.S. than it is in Canada. Um, but, my God, if kids don't go to school, if kids don't interact, it's a disaster. Um, I can see it, you know, socially when the kids are younger, the development, uh, all the rest. I mean, it's, it's just wrong to just be 100% behind a screen. Um, we've just instituted here now in elementary school, kids are wearing masks to school. They want the kids in school. There actually is a whole movement of trying to make sure the kids get to school. But my God, I've, we've seen it. We've heard it, um, how the kids are suffering educationally, socially. Uh, they're saying grades are down. Um, listen, it's not just young kids. It's older kids, too. I, I agree, David. I mean, this is total insanity. You know, I, I can't believe that we have a president in the White House whose wife is a teacher. Uh, put kids back in school to make a campaign promise once a day and walks away from the mic. 
you know, his wife, the first lady, because the first man can't make it to Texas because he just can't make it to Texas, you know, sends his wife, the teacher, maybe she'll take some hard hitting questions. Why isn't she standing up for the students? I wow. don't get it. You know, her community is a concept, right? Mm-hmm. I put it up here from Harvard Health, right? Yeah. You know, what is it? You know, it exists. It's not a left wing or right wing. It's a real, true, you know, a thing that can happen. But like, if we don't start putting people out there, it's never going to be out there. You're, you're, you're. I think you're a thousand percent right. And I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a. I, I nothing know about infectious diseases. And I do have a good friend who is one, and he is like anti. He's like, no, keep the kids at home, immune, blah, blah. Oh, I mean, it's, I, it's, I, you know, the double doctor friend. I mean, they're, they, they, they believe some pretty intense things. I mean, yeah, no, they, they no think lock yourself at home, don't go. Hey, but I'm a doctor, I can go to work. Well, hey, I'm a public listen. official, I can go to work. But well, you know what? I need the garbage man to take my trash. I need the electric guy to make sure my power's going. I need the internet guys to make sure my internet works. Hey, you know what? I need my maids to come to work to watch my kids because I don't want to stay home with my kids because I want to go and work because I'm important. Doctors have been given the first time in their lives some importance and they're taking it all the way well, too far. Like, you know what? I, I think, I think we gotta be careful. I don't want to use a, like a roller brush approach here on every doctor. Cause I know a fair share of doctors who are not like that. And I of give course, you so do I. my hats so off to I. them so and the so nurses. About- and and so to me, to me, to me, it's look, to me, it's, it's a question of look, COVID has been politicized to the nth degree to, to meet a, a need uh, at a political level. I do not believe you know, if I other than looking at Australia, New Zealand, I don't know a country right now that really did it well and consistently. I see inconsistencies in the 50 states. I see consistencies, inconsistencies, I should say, in the 50 states, inconsistencies across my country, inconsistencies across Europe, inconsistencies across South America. It's just inconsistencies. It's all about the politics behind it. We haven't thought of the kids. We haven't thought about the homeless. We haven't thought of, I mean, there are people here, I drove into work this morning, homeless people who are like, did anybody take care of them? No, 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 not my problem. That's all you hear. Like, what are you talking about? It isn't a problem. But you see that. You know, I want to throw in some Como comments here, you know. We all all love New York, you know. As, As kids, we all, you know, grown to like New York, New York, New York. It's a beautiful place. But but we got Como there. You know, this guy likes to diddle with the chickies but and, and call them out and say, you've got to believe. But now he's like, you know what? Hey, man, don't have to believe. You know, well, it can't well, be true. You I, know, I, I, you don't need I got to tell you, it, 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 it <laughs> once again, it, it might, it's mind boggling how um, the man won an Emmy for, <laughs> for his press conferences. And now they realize that he lied to people and that he misled New York and he misled Americans. And he actually could have, he actually killed more people. I mean, I would put that man up for manslaughter for what he did, because had the truth come out under his watch, people could have been saved. No, why should we do that? And at the end of the day, he's blaming everybody else. He has this Teflon attitude. No, I'm sorry. You got to be kidding me. You know, Como, you know it is yeah. Como directive like the blame for the nursing home scandal in New York? 
Is he? I think he is. Oh, is man. he guilty of misrepresenting numbers? His own people, his own party, his own colleagues, his own officials, they're all saying the same thing. You blew it, buddy. They talked about taking his emergency powers away. I mean, when people that you have you know, fought with and stood in the front lines with and all that are now saying, oof, nobody, I don't think so, that's major. You know, I wonder if there's going to be a probe from the families of the, you know, that should be a class loved ones. And, and, and is there going to be a class action lawsuit? There better be against him personally. You know, he gets, he gets paid money. You know, he makes money. He got an Emmy. He's going to get royalties. He's probably going to have a book deal. How I was better than Donald Trump or something. No, 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 no. no. His book is going to be called, his book is going to be called leadership by Cuomo. Like I'm going to teach you about leadership because that's the big buzz. You know, like all these guys like to write about books, how they were the leaders, you know, they, they led us through the hell when in reality, BS. They led you to nothing. All he did was lie. All he did, what the statements were, you know what, if this is what he lied about, my question is, is what else did he lie about? What else did he mislead New Yorkers and Americans? Because God bless, God bless. He got more attention than any other governor in the U S exactly. But you know what else, you know, I'm living in Florida. You know, we we had a lot of issues. We also have the largest percentage of elderly in the country, right? Mm-hmm. Florida mm-hmm. has got the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly how many, I don't know. But percentage-wise, I believe dollar for dollar, we got more. And, you know, we didn't even come close percentage-wise to New York. And our governor opened up the state. He didn't hold off. He went to open schools. He threatened schools. If you don't open and give the option, you're not getting funding. Listen, Stuart, your your governor was vilified in the media, crucified in the media because he was the R word. Remember, he's a Republican and Republicans are bad and the Democrats are good. And we see that, you know what, I could care less which political affiliation you are with. I really don't care. You know, what I do care is, did you do the best for the people? And the simple answer is that at the end of the day, as much as your governor was crucified for his handling of it, Cuomo should be doubly crucified for lying and misleading. At least your governor was open and transparent and blatant. And he says, you know what? It sucks, but this is what we're going to do. Whereas Cuomo hid and God knows what else when they dig. What else are they going to find? But you what know, else will be fine? You know, look, we, we want to talk about kids and we come to an end, but I'm going to say this. Governor Como, you 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 are the governor of one of the greatest states. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you've lost your way. Your pocket seems to be more important than what you probably I think it's, for. I think it's, it's all it's, about it's, money it's, and the, power. it's money and power at Nego. And I got to tell you, and, and, and one of the things when we talk about the schools being closed and whatever, I will say the same thing about sports, organized sports, theater, drama programs, all this stuff. Children missed out. It is a year of hell for children. Yeah. There are mental children health, out there. Meant the children out sure. there. Depression. Yeah, the, absolutely. Depression. But it, 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 it's Stuart. It, it goes to the point where children today need so much attention 
we I've neglected our children. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I have three who live in my house. And I would say they're older children. They're, they're not children anymore. They're adults. But you yep. want to know what? They are, and you could see it. There's a struggle, a palpable struggle. And you look at their friends on Zoom and you look at all their, their FaceTimes and all the stuff that they do. You know what? It doesn't replace a handshake, a high five, a hug nope. in a dressing room, in a change room for a sports, on a field, on the, you know, it doesn't replace it. And I'm sorry, our children are going to suffer. And with that, my friend, I think we have to wish everybody a phenomenal weekend. I, I do. And you know what, David, if, if Monday works out, Oh yeah. I would like to talk about again, kids again, sports again, COVID and the importance of gender neutrality in the news in the midst of a pandemic. What do you think about that as a topic? Uh, let's talk about that. Cause, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's an interesting topic. Oh, I know. All folks, right, guys, let's, David, let's, let's, thank you let's, for let's, jumping in with me. Hey, thank you for, for, for everything guys. Thank you all very much. Remember the rant at the rantnetwork.com. We love your emails. We want your Facebook comments. Our fan page is growing. We're seeing numbers are starting to expand. Share this with your friends, please. We'd love to hear in the subjects that we're seeing coming through the, the comments we're getting. Loving every minute of it, guys. Please send it in. 